Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The countdown to the deadline is on. March 3rd, we can't wait. Episode 115, Cool Button Hockey Podcast is underway. Well, Craig, as we signed off last time, Mr. Chris Drury couldn't wait on Patrick Kane. Instead, he pulls the trigger on Vladimir Tarasenko. What a goal he scored under three minutes in. Set up by Panarin. Oh, drama. And then Panarin, who doesn't score anymore, had four himself. This is a feel-good story. Does it change your Ranger thoughts? Are they moving on up, Wheezy, in the Upper West Side? Are the Rangers the Stanley Cup favorites now? And let's add Kane's quote. How many times do you hear a hockey player be that honest? Too much information, as the kids would say, admitting he was kind of disappointed. Let's unpack this pre-Christmas gift. Number one, let's talk right about Tarasenko. Number, a team has to identify you know, what area of their team do they want to improve upon? And it better be the right area. This trade by Chris Drew, the New York Rangers. Ooh, Steve, you know, you know when you get those fresh smells in the kitchen when you're cooking and you're making some kind of special dish? This smells just like 2012 LA Kings getting Jeff Carter. It smells just like 2014 LA Kings getting Marion Gabrick. Dean Lombardi identified exactly what his team needed. They needed more scoring. Really good defensively, good goaltending in the middle of the pack squad offensively, right where the Rangers find themselves, right? Right where the Rangers find themselves. So what does Chris Drury go and do? He goes and identifies, number one, where they need strengthening, and then he goes and gets the player. You know, Vladimir Tarasenko with his no-move clause, I mean, he was able to dictate where he was going to go. Doug Armstrong said, hey, we're not going anywhere. So, Vladimir, here's what I got for you. And I think that, you know, we kept hearing about Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze waiting. We'll see. Wait. Well, guess what? Chris Drury can only wait so long. Chris, and, and keep in mind, too, it's not just about the playoffs. Chris Drury is also trying to position his team to get into a better spot in the standings. Have home ice, right? So, like, you've got time to fit. And, and if Chris Drury goes, well, wait, you know, Kyle Davidson saying, well, I, I'm going to talk to them in 10 days. We'll wait. Okay, great. Well, let me know. But I might act, right? And Chris did. Chris has got to do what's best for his team. And certainly I can understand why Patrick Kane would be disappointed. I believe that he and Jonathan Taze, if they're going to move, they're going somewhere where they can compete for a Stanley Cup. They're not just going to leave. They're going somewhere where they have a serious chance to win a cup. So what Kane was telling us all, you know what Patty Kane was telling us all, the Rangers have a serious chance to win the cup. I loved it. I love the whole thing because I love people who are proactive. 
you know, patience is, is a virtue, but sometimes being too patient could cost you. And you could argue pound for pound, Vladimir Tarasenko right now is better than Patty Kane. Kane with these hip issues, allegedly, that he's dodging. You know, both haven't had the years that they've won. At least Tarasenko was an all-star, if you want to count that. Although Jordan Cairo probably should have gone. So I like it. There's instant chemistry. And you're right. If you look at, at press time, what is it, like 76, 73, 70, as far as Carolina, New Jersey, and Rangers, why not the Rangers win the division? Why not Rangers get wild card one and have a better matchup than they have staring them in the face right now? It made their team better, and that's what the trade deadline is all about. And Doug Armstrong not having the you know, open-endedness to trade Tarasenko wherever he wanted to, had to make a deal, and 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 that set the price. Bo Horvat, and then re-signing. So it's a first, it's a pick, it's a prospect, or two NHLers, or whatever it is. So I think that, Craig, allows the GMs who are buyers to say, okay, like, this isn't extraordinary. Like, oh, my God, I got to give up the Mercedes. I got to give up the beach house. I got to give up you know, the firstborn child. Uh, these trades are going to be reasonable if there is cap space. So that created a lot of buzz, as did the Jacob Chikrin sitting out. How how long now do we sit out? Do, do we sit out one or two games? Does it get ridiculous if it's a week and he hasn't been? This is the longest trade ever. Please, let's have something done. <laughs> and if it's going to happen, please not right after press time. Like if it's going to happen, happen now or maybe happen on Wednesday, right? But to me, how long does Jacob Chickering have to sit out? What's going on there? And do we really know who the suitor is? Who it is? Is it the L.A. Kings? Well, we'll wait and see. I mean, bottom line for Bill Armstrong, if you talk about transparency, transparency. We're holding them out for, for trade reasons. So good. So you don't want him to get hurt. That to me tells me that you're, you're, you're really moved down the path to, to completing a deal. What, where it is, I don't know. I mean, do I think that the LA Kings getting Jacob Chickren would be a would be a heck of a move? Yeah, I do. I think the LA Kings are a really good team, but I don't think Jacob Chickren by himself is what this team needs. They need a better goaltending. If I am looking at at uh, at this team, I'm looking at the LA Kings and I am saying, you go get a goaltender. This is the year they need Ben Bishop not 2016. And they didn't need Ben Bishop in 2016, by the way. But this is the year they need a goaltender. Jacob Chikrin absolutely helps. Fits in cap wise, all that stuff, right? Bottom line is, now go get a goaltender. Oh, Thatcher Demko. You think Thatcher Demko would be a nice fit in uh, LA? I do. That would set up the LA Kings to be a real serious contender for a lot of years to come. So when I look at Jacob Chikrin, really good player, really good cap hit. He's young. Can play 22, 23 minutes a night, and I got all the time in the world for Jacob Chikrin. I love, I love when I read about oh, Jacob Chikrin. Isn't that good? And I would like to say to people, you watch Jacob Chikrin, and I'm going to guess the answer is not very much because if you watch them very much, even if you just watched them a little, you'd understand that he's a pretty darn good player. Could a trade be made? Well, I don't see how a trade could be made involving Vancouver um, and Demko that was not going to ask the LA Kings for, you know, a Brant Clark, but could a Chikrin trade be made that would not include a Brant Clark? There's rumblings out there as he's been told he's not going to be traded. I hope it's not just quantity that there's quality coming back. If it is Arizona and a trade with your buddy, Rob Blake. So do we know anything, Craig, about the, the cupboard in LA? Well, I know the cupboard in LA is full. 
full. The shelves are all full. And let me just say, rumblings, rumblings, rumblings. There's always rumblings and everything, right? Bottom line, let's talk about what Jacob Tucker brings to a team. Thatcher Demko, the reason I bring up Thatcher Demko is because the Vancouver Canucks are in a spot. They've talked about potentially, you know, considering trading Thatcher Demko. Well, if I'm the LA Kings and I look at the Vancouver Canucks and I go, hey, by the way, you know, this team, we got lots of defensemen. We got lots of defensemen in our pipeline in the cover. So we, we can help you. We, we can work a deal. I just think that, like, if you're looking and you're a team, don't, like, again, like, Steve, keep this in mind, and it's really important. Don't, there's lots of things percolating that nobody's talked about because they don't know what the hell's going on. Who was talking about Josh Manson last year? Nobody. All of a sudden, Josh Manson's in Colorado. Did anybody know? Detroit Red Wings. Steve Eiserman, Joe Sackett, Rob Blake, they don't talk. So, like, take your rumblings wherever you want to go from, right? And I can tell you this, too. They're also reminding any of their trade partners, you better not leak stuff. So like rumblings, 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 rumblings. You know what? We get to talk about the players. We get to talk how it can fit. I don't know nothing. I don't operate in that space. I don't want to operate in that space. There's people far more qualified than me. But understand, there's a lot going on that hasn't been talked about. No, I do understand that, but I can't talk about something that I don't know is talked about. All I can talk about is Yeah, you can. Player. You can talk about what a team needs. And when I talk about Lawson Krause being a great fit for the Toronto Maple Leafs, I haven't heard Lawson Krause's name, but I can talk about what's a good fit for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Is Lawson what, Krause is a good fit. Did is that what they need? For, is that what Did they need? Talk for, about Blake? Stop. Did anybody talk about Blake Coleman or Barkley Goodrow? No. Because... You know, there's lots going on that people don't know about. Well, that's good. Or March 3rd ends up being a quiet day. But when we're getting 25 to 30 trades a day uh, with or without the cap or with or without COVID and the era that we're in, is Lawson Krause first and foremost on your leaf list? Doesn't have to start with replacing Jake Muzzin and some of the holes that they show when they play some of the elite teams like the Boston Bruins on the back end having David Posternock go through Morgan Riley. So isn't is a defenseman, one of the defensemen that you've always talked about, elite defenseman, top four, higher on a wish list. Not saying people don't like Lawson Krause. It's almost That's, as if he might be an, a luxury instead of a necessity. Yeah, I'm, listen, I, I'm, I'm just mentioning a name. Like, you know, I, a few years ago, I talked about Miles Wood with the New Jersey Devils being a good fit for for a team that wants a heavy, fast skater, right? Like, you know, you look around the league. I mean, who who talked about Brandon Hagel last year? Oh, yeah, that would be not very and, – and, and understand, people talking about things, they're, they're talking about things that, they, that, that they're getting pieces of information. Like I said, that's their job. But there's lots going on that people don't know about. Now, if, you, if we're, if we're going to swing over to the Toronto Maple Leafs, Toronto Maple Leafs are a really good team. Let, uh, like, let me make that very, very clear here. But this isn't about being a really good team. This is about clearly knowing what your path is. Oh, yeah, Tampa Bay and Boston, if you can get past Tampa Bay. Clear, clear, clear as, clear as the sun on a blue sky day. That's how clear it is for the Toronto Maple Leafs. What can they do to strengthen their team? What can they do to give themselves a better chance to, to merge victorious? That's what I see it as. So is it a defenseman? Is it a third-line center? Is it a scoring winger? Is it a power winger? Is it a size guy? I, like, I, I, I don't know what exactly would be the best fit, but I do know this, and I believe it deeply. 
They need to add to their team. They need to strengthen their team to give them a better chance to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning and give the team, give the team and the players, the Toronto Maple Leafs believe in, a better chance. I'm with you. And we have talked about the Leafs um, a few weeks running about picks and prospects and what's in the system. The cost of trading one of or more of those guys, I think the cost of not making a trade is probably even bigger. I mean, this has gone 0 for 6. And they've had six really good seven now regular seasons, like really good regular seasons. They've been, they've been as good as anybody, but dot, dot, dot. Usually what comes after a butt isn't good, but they haven't done anything in the playoffs and of all the matchups. And we've talked about others staring themselves in the face. This one is in the very high probability range of, of Tampa Bay and Toronto. So you've mentioned Lawson Krause. There are rumblings, Craig, out there of uh, Tyler Myers. I don't know if you're a Tyler Myers guy or not. The bigger rumblings over the weekend had to do with Eric Carlson, who's having an unbelievable season, and the Edmonton Oilers. Now, that would have to go through a third team. Carlson to, let's say, Arizona or Ottawa, pick up salary, and then over to Edmonton. And you said many times, I don't want to hear about what you can't do. I want to hear about what you can do. If the math and a deal was in the realism range and nobody doesn't make a trade that they don't believe is realistic, would you bark up the Carlson tree if you are Ken Holland knowing what it could deliver in the spring? Well, the answer is yes. And let me just tell you, I, I, that trade could be made real simple. You know what? You take on $3.5 million, uh, Edmonton or San Jose on Carlson, we'll trade to Tyson Berry. And yes, he pulled the RV. There we go. There you got the money worked out. You don't need a third team. Trade Kyler Yamamoto. You don't need. You don't need a third team. But let me just tell you this, okay? Eric Carlson? Like, are you kidding me? Like, if you get Eric Carlson, you better be in on the conversation. You best be in on the conversation. The guy's dominant. The guy is a dominant, dominant player right now in the National Hockey League. In fact. He's one of the most dominant players in the National Hockey League. He controls the game. He rules the game. I mean, again, you watch what he does throughout. It doesn't matter who he's playing with. I believe that the San Jose Sharks would have 12 to 13, maybe 10 to 12 less wins without Eric Carlson. That's how dominant he's been. You know, just put his name on the Norris Trophy right now. And I hear people say, oh, yeah, offensive defense. You know what? Eric Carlson controls the game. Again, like Jacob Chikrin, you know, the San Jose Sharks play late at night if you're in the East. Just go watch the games because he, he'll show you. Okay. This is what happens. Okay. Bottom line is like, this is a massive difference maker. Ken Holland said that when Nick Lidstrom retired, he said it was probably time for him to retire in Detroit. Well, that didn't happen. You know, can Kenny, you know, tongue in cheek, you know, saying that, right. Well, he knows what good defensemen that control the game can do for a team. <laughs> Kenny knows, Kenny knows. So if I'm, uh, if I'm looking at, listen, I, I, I said Jacob Chikrin would be an excellent fit. Well, guess what? Jacob Chikrin isn't in Eric Carlson's uh, class of player. And Jacob Chikrin has two years left at 4.6. Nice fit, nice dollars. But Eric Carlson, oh boy, we're talking about seismic, seismic change and addition to your team. We've had only five different men record 
100 points ever in NHL history on the blue line. We're going to get another one this year unless something goes dramatically wrong. Let's just put it this way. The second best season anyone is having in the NHL right now is Eric Carlson. And there's no rule that says, well, if you're on a non-playoff team, I have trouble voting for you. Well, I have trouble with your vote. I have trouble with you going to bed early. I have trouble with you thinking realistically that Jack Hughes is going to get your heart vote. He's going to get your heart vote, really, as your number one vote. That's your vote? Good luck with the voting then. And if you think Posternocker, the best two seasons in the league right now, not by a little margin, are Connor McDavid and Eric Carlson. And then whoever you want to put in the third <laughs> spot, it's up to you. If it was me, I wouldn't want to be mentioned with the, because it's so obvious. There should be two nominees <laughs> this year. You're wasting all of our time. So if the Oilers can get that guy, that guy would be an unbelievable game changer. <laughs> and I don't care where his team is. Mario finally won the Hart Trophy and his team was terrible. If it wasn't for Mario, they would have been in Wilkes-Barre Scranton. They would have been buying paper off, you know, whatever that guy's name is. It escapes me. But anyway, the boss. So forget, it doesn't matter. But to me, and I'm just saying this is as honestly as I can say it. And I've said it to their faces and I've said it to their eardrums. Ken Holland, I say he's a friend as GMs go as friends. He knows. He knows it'll be a failure if the blue line's improved. Kyle Dubas, he knows. Chris Drury, we targeted those three last week. And as we hung up, oh, good podcast, guys. Good job, good job. Group hub, group hub. <laughs> Guess what? Tarasenko's a ranger. That's the way it's supposed to work. That doesn't mean Carolina doesn't want to replace Pacioretty. That doesn't mean Ryan O'Reilly might not go somewhere else. What This is just in tears of you better. And we've talked about it, Craig, because, as you said, it's as obvious as sun on a blue sky. People know. So either you deliver or the package doesn't come. And you say, you say guaranteed service in 24 hours. Okay. Well, you better deliver the package then because without the package, these teams have, I want to say no chance, a far less chance. What would change, say, Tampa, Toronto? What, just odds? No, we'll try it again. Uh, let's see if they can do it this year, Hazel. Yeah, but the Lightning have that grid. And well, you never know. Maybe this, these kids, no, it doesn't work that way. Well, that Oiler defense, no, it doesn't work that way. So uh, I, I'm, I'm excited because people earn their jobs by being great at what they do. I'd like to see greatness. And I think the Ranger move was great for the Rangers. Yeah, I totally agree with you. So, so you just talked about Kenny, you talked about Chris Drury and you talked about Kyle Dubas, right? So they believe in their team, right? Well then bet on your team. Sports Interaction is Canada's sports book. Here's how it works. Log into SIA.com forward slash cool button pod. That's us. Click, click, deposit, play, win. Just like Craig Button. Winner, winner, winner. He's going to buy me a chicken dinner soon. What do you like? What do you like this week, Craig? Well, boy, was I ever wrong on the New York Rangers going into Carolina on Friday. I thought for sure the Carolina Hurricanes waiting there. Rangers playing the night before the Carolina had it. Boy, they didn't even come close to having it. But you know what? I'm going back to the Carolina Hurricanes on Tuesday versus the Washington Capitals. Carolina Hurricanes are too good. The Caps, 
They go and beat the Bruins in Boston. And then they come home and lose to the San Jose Sharks. You know what? I like the Caps. I think Peter Lavalette's done a fantastic job. I am taking the Carolina Hurricanes to beat the Caps. More than that, I'm also betting on Ovechkin to score a goal. It seems like he's gone a little while since he scored a goal. So I'm betting on Ovi to score one. And I'm betting on the under. The under in this game, total goals. Tuesday, I've got the rematch of the Stanley Cup final. Wasn't much of a rematch last week. Tampa Bay and Colorado was a whooping. A whooping. It was never close. Five nothing. The Avs, like the cat from Eastern Canada, will bounce back. Doesn't want to be a goner. So the cat will bounce back. How about Nate McKinnon? Fourth in the league right now in points per game. He's fourth in the league. God help him if he plays 82 games. So I've got the Avs on the money line to beat Tampa Bay under as well. I see a 3-1-4-1 game, and Nate McKinnon will score. He's only got five power play goals. Play goals. He's too good. So that's my bets this week. SIA.com forward slash cool button pod. 19 plus. Please gamble responsibly. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I don't know when you managed, Craig, if you ever believed in season savers. But what I love at press time right now. Okay. There's a 2-3 battle. That's not the sexiest, Toronto and Tampa, but that playoff series would be. Metro 1-2-3, up in the air. East wild card, Capitals, Penguins, Penguins games in hand, is up for grabs. If you believe the Sabres can actually win at home, they're on a road trip right now. Pacific 1-2-3, and then the Western wild card. Other than Boston, other than Boston, We've got Amazing Race North America. And people want to wreck this by adding teams? What are you, again, what do you know what you're talking about? Get to add 20. Oh, we got something great here. Let's dilute it. I've got new Coke. Let's dilute it. Let's, let's add more water. No, I'm not diluting it. This is great. This is great. And if you're not going to get excited about the final 35% of the season, 
Go watch one of those other sports that's predetermined. You know, wrestling is fake. Yeah, it's fake. I think these races are real. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, these games are great. Like if you look at a schedule and you think, oh, what's Ottawa-Calgary mean? It's a huge game for Calgary. And I can't believe the way they came back against Buffalo. And good for them. Good for some of the guys who, I don't want to say finally showed up. But they're, they're in it, Craig. Minnesota's in it. Every, these teams are in it. The playoffs, if you didn't know, I know you know, have already started. And now we've got this gallop. And I think, I don't know which of these intrigues you the most, but I love it. The final 35%. Well, how can you not love it? And, and I'm going to come back to Boston in a second. Okay. So remind me to come back to Boston. Sure. Because there's a cautionary tale there for the Boston Bruins. Okay. Jim Montgomery. But when you talk about competitiveness in the league, right? Like the Super Bowl was played on Sunday, February 12th, and they call Monday the new year in the NFL because everybody's now going up. We know who the Super Bowl champions are. And they also, so they started preparing for the draft. They started preparing for free agency. And in the NFL, everybody's got new hope. Well, hockey's very similar. And that hope now is bearing out in terms of these races. That's the hope. That's that's what your team did last spring. Teams did this last spring. Teams looked, looked in the summer. What do we got to do to improve? Who do we need to add? And, you know, I, I look at the Detroit Red Wings. I'm not so sure the Detroit Red Wings are out of it. You know, when you look at what Steve Eiserman did, he added Sherrod, he added Cop, uh, he added Kubalik, you know, he added David Perron. Well, th they're going to be playing some, some important games in March down the stretch, and they, they could be a fly in the ointment for a lot of teams. So when I look at where the NHL finds itself, pretty darn impressive. Other than the teams at the bottom, who are completely at the bottom, but the Montreal Canadiens go and beat the Islanders in a playoff race, and the Edmonton Oilers, as you point out, trying to move up in the standings, right? Like, I mean, pretty, pretty impressive. Now, here's the but, – but it's fantastic. I, I, and, and, you know, we have the trade deadline, and now we're going to be able to recalibrate depending on what teams do or don't do. The Boston Bruins, though, are so far out in front. Bob Gainey reminded us of this in Dallas. He said, when you're a top team and you, 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 you're, you're there, he goes, your hardest playoff matchup is the first round because that team has nothing to lose, absolutely nothing to lose. They're coming into your building, they're coming to play you, and they can just open it right, right up. He used to tell us, and we used to prepare for a potential first-round opponent as hard as we prepared for any opponent. Don't take it lightly. Don't think because you're that far clear of them that it, it that, that it's easier because it isn't. It isn't. And I think that that's the cautionary tale for the Boston Bruins. So the Boston Bruins, they better keep sharpening the saw. They better keep their, their game tight and strong because if they don't, and I'm not saying they're vulnerable, but do you do you want to put yourself in a spot where a good team, like we're not talking about a bad team they're going to play in the first round, a good team that might be on a hell of a push to make the playoffs and a hell of a run, that's the team you're going to be playing against that's already kind of dialed in. So the Bruins better be ready as well down the stretch. And the thing about the Capitals is I'd like to think in two months they would be healthier, in theory, two more months for Nick Backstrom. It's been slow. Um, Strom's done a great job and was rewarded with the same contract his brother signed. I find that hilarious. I think it's great. Good for them. Um, Tom Wilson, John Carlson. I think Charlie Lindgren's been really good. 
to go with Darcy Kemper. So Kemper would have the pedigree if it was a Washington-Boston series as Penguin me- Penguins make up games in hand, or it could be Pittsburgh. So imagine that your reward for almost setting NHL records are Crosby and Malkin and a healthy Jari or a capital team that Craig, and you know this, with the Wilsons and the Hathaways, they can grind. Like they they got some big bodies. Like they're, they can get in front of you. They, they just beat you 2-1, right? Like it's one thing about a pretty team who comes in there and, you know, lets you go into the corner first and makes it look like I want to get the puck first and I'm reaching. You know, the Capitals, there's a lot of players there that won a few years ago. And you can't teach sandpaper. You can't teach strength and size. I'm not saying that would mean they would beat Boston, but it's a way of saying what you're saying about being prepared for it because the Capitals would say, yeah, Boston had a great year. We've got an aging team, but we've done some pretty good things this year when they've been banged up. Like there are people that thought the Capitals would go. Now you mentioned the Islanders, you mentioned Detroit. So whatever that matchup is, that's why we also want just eight. We don't want nine. We don't want 10. We don't want 10 to play nine and nine to play. No, this is what makes the stretch so good. And whoever these teams are, and I do at one point yesterday, the top six teams percentage wise were in the Eastern conference, the top six, Craig, then there was Dallas. So I look at the East and the road. And then when you look at some of those teams in the West, why not Dallas? Why not Winnipeg? Why not the Avs again? Why not Edmonton if they add that defense? Like, you have to be realistic. And I think the realism of which conference is where makes it even more intriguing of saying, why not us? So I think that that's staring some GMs in the face. Um, And that's why I'm so excited about now, Craig, up until March 3rd. And then when you've got your team, that March to the middle of April. We can see our future right now from today until the parade. That's what I see in front of me. So let me ask you this. The March of the Penguins. Is there such a thing this year? They got they, they got hammered by the LA Kings. On, on, in a, like, I'm, I'm not so sure about the Pittsburgh. I have real questions on the Penguins. You? I'm in that camp. When the Penguins look good, they look like they're younger they're experienced, they move the puck, and can pull out victories like the one against Colorado that they really had no business pulling out. Like, a, like they did win. How that 2-1 goal happened, Sid, I'm not sure what Francis was doing, how Malkin scored off the, you know, follow the bouncing puck. That game should have been over in the first. It would have to be Jari. It would have to be a healthy Latang. It would have to be... Some guys rolling back the clock. There's a lot of ifs there. And if you go back, and I know why you're bringing this up, Craig, there's not been a lot of recent playoffs. It's not like the Penguins just missed or just missed or just missed and they're knocking on the door. There's more evidence of this, that the stock is going down than up. So I think we've got Tampa, Toronto, Boston. Not in that order. Boston, Tampa, Toronto. Then we got Carolina, Devils, Rangers, Then there's two spots open that in theory should be the two losers for the division winners in theory. So getting in would be great if you're Detroit or Buffalo and learning. It's the Capitals and Penguins that are intriguing if 
And I think the Penguins, it, they might be in more trouble than the Capitals. They might be. They might be. I think the Capitals have done more things this year that have honestly impressed me. Like, wow, winning with all the guys. Like, you know, so that's why we play the games. And now if you're the Penguins and you're so pot committed, Craig, let me let me ask you. You're you're going after this thing until these guys retire. And you are going to mortgage everything five years from now. Five years from now, the 2028-2029 season, the Penguins will have trouble selling tickets. There'll be discounts. They'll be giving away cars. But they don't care because Hexy and Burke know it's still about now. And then, well, they'll worry about 2028-2029 in the future. I think that's what you were getting at, weren't you? Well, well, I mean, hey, listen, Sidney Crosby's having a fantastic season. Malkin's having a really strong season. You know, when the Penguins won in 16 and 17, it was an infusion of youth and speed and energy that got that team to another level. I mean, it was, it was you know, the Brian Russ and the Connor Sheary's and, you know, uh, Jake Gensel had really emerged, right? Like, that's what gave that team the juice. And they won back-to-back Stanley Cups, deservedly so. I don't see the juice there anymore. I don't see juice. I see I see good players, and I see as you go deeper into their lineup, like real, real shortcomings, real shortcomings. They haven't won. They haven't won in the playoffs. I, I think they're in tough to make the playoffs, Steve. I, I think Ron Hextall, I get it, pot committed. He has some work to do to see what he can do to to, to get some life into that team. I don't see it. Well, you brought the juice in many ways, including your call of the chief. Who owned a chief? Craig, Craig, he called the chiefs. Congratulations. And uh, your buddy, Patty Mahomes and the touchdown passes. You nailed that as well, right? I did. A little bit of Kasich. <laughs> Kasich and Suzich here in episode 115. We promised to bring the juice in 116. Enjoy the playoff games that are on right now. For Bruce Bolton, Craig Button, I'm Steve Coolius. These races are great. Don't miss a moment. See you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.